when wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy, the judges are drunk, the verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Purple hole peas are a thing, and it's fun to say. Purple hole. No, stop saying purple hole. Purple hole. Hello. Welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Rachel. I'm Topher. Rachel is going to be navigating the chilly and tempestuous waters of celebrity gossip today. Ooh, I don't know why they're chilly, but okay. I don't know, because we're on the West Coast. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And Topher is our wine expert, so he'll help us drink. (laughs) Exactly. Would you like to go ahead and pour for us? I will go ahead and let people know as well, we have been decanting this wine for about, what, like 30 30, minutes? 30, 40-ish minutes, yeah. Is that a good pour? Is that good? Okay. Oh, wow. This is a really interesting color. I would describe it as red. That's an interesting take. Well, it's a red fucking wine. So this is going to be a really, I think, fun and interesting episode for us. Cheers. Cheers. How'd I do with my pour? Pretty decent. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll give you a B. Fine. Anyway, this will be a really interesting and fun episode for us for a couple of different reasons. One being, I am actually not super familiar with this region in California that we're okay, going to. Okay, where is the region? So this is Santa Inez. Okay. Which is an AVA in the Santa Barbara area. Okay. Which, isn't that Big Little Eyes country? It's Santa close Barbara to there. Like where Monterey is where Big Little Monterey, Eyes is yes, But Santa right, Barbara's right. not far, if memory serves me. Yeah, I feel like it's all kind of... Fact checker will pull up a map of California in a second. I feel like the counties are like adjoining or something. I think that sounds right. Yeah. But yeah. So, so that's intriguing. It's also going to be fun because this wine is probably the oldest in terms of its aging. So this is a 2014. Okay. So we're drinking a seven year year old wine. All right. And Santa Barbara. Oh, it's closer to LA. Okay. Oh, that does make sense. I should have known that because I used to live in LA. But I was well, a kid. I did too, same. Yeah. All right. Cheers. So yeah, I'm excited. That's one of the reasons I wanted to decant this was to really take okay. advantage of the aging that it's gone through. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling um, it. It doesn't mm, smell old. Mm, it smells amazing. It does smell aged to it me. Doesn't smell aged to you. Yeah. Not like a fresh. It smells wine. well. So a lot of times in a wine that's been aged more. It's going to have more nuance. It doesn't just hit you with one note right away. Okay. And that's what I'm getting right now. Some more complexity to this. There's a lot more complexity to this nose than the other wines. Okay. I know you're going to get mad at me, but I do smell grapes. So I would also like to take this moment to advertise an opening on our staff for a new podcast co-host. Are you leaving? Oh, Topher, I'll miss you, bud. I hate you so much. <laughs> but doesn't it smell like a good, like, no, red grape? it doesn't. Okay, well, I think the fact checker will agree with me. Fact checker. Fact well, checker's can, not getting involved in fact this. Fact checker can smell it, at least. Uh-uh. He says, Rachel, you son of a uh-uh. gun, he did it again. You nope, nailed that it. is definitely Thank not what's happening. No, it's happening at all. I actually think that it's much more earth-driven off the nose than it is fruit, right. first of all, which is really fun. And can we taste it? Can I talk about what I'm smelling? I guess you can. Thank you, Rachel. 
Again, there is an opening for Topher's position on the podcast as he... It smells like an Italian or French wine to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because Hmm. of that kind of earth-driven nature to it. It's also very herbaceous, like rosemary, sage. It's got a lot of umami to it. It does have umami smell. I don't get the herbaceousness of it. Okay, that's fair. Maybe when I taste it. Maybe. Okay, would you like to taste it now? No, I just want to stare at the whole podcast. Okay, you can do that too, smartass. Take this a moderate goal. Episode, God, we're already mean off the bat. Oh. It's more fruit forward than I was expecting yeah. from the nose. Which will be interesting to see if that shifts at all as mm-hmm. it continues to open up. Yeah, the taste and smell don't really line up. No. Can you tell me about what you're tasting? I'm going to say plums. I taste plums. I, I would agree with that. But okay. kind of like tart plums, right? Yeah, it does have a tartness, but it's also like tart smooth at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's not astringent or... No, not at all. Or even really mouth puckering. It's just more no. of like a little bit of a... It has the tartness too. Yeah. But it's not like velvety smooth like Mm-mm. some other wines that we've had. No, to me, it's very much like the plums that have the red skin, but yes. then like the yellow flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's lush and it's juicy, but not sweet. Yeah. I'm kind of into it. I like it. It's not as autumnal or wintry as some of the reds that we've had here. Yeah. It doesn't have that heaviness to it. It's surprisingly light. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably more of a medium body, but it feels like on the lighter end of things. Well, let's talk about the color because the color is very dark. Uh, Yes, but it also has a little bit of a hint of like brickiness to it. Mm, I see. Okay, kind of like around like the edge. Mm-hmm. And that is a result for sure of the aging. Okay. But is also a color that I associate with certain French and Italian wines. Okay. Which is interesting because this particular region is known for kind of a resurgence in mm-hmm. creating Rhone style wines. Mm-hmm. And if you will remember the last time we were together and published an episode, at least, we were talking about Cameron Diaz's. Yes. And she had her own wine. She did. Yeah, that's true. So do you want to know a fun fact about the wine growers who create these wines? Tell me. These style wines? They call themselves the Rhone Rangers. <gasps> that's like a, a pun on the Lone Rangers. That's adorable. Isn't it really cute? Yeah. Don't you kind of want to go to one of their like, little meetings? Yes, I do. do they, oh, do they have cute little outfits and like badges and hats? I would assume of, so, like, right? Fancy sashes. Like how fancy sashes? Did the yeah. Lone Ranger have a fancy sash? Well, no, but I'm thinking like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Like, oh, yeah. Kind of, I'm envisioning that sort of okay. look. Where they keep wine related pens or yes. like, patches. Yeah, and you get a patch for doing like some sort of wine craft. I like it. So, yeah, the reason that it's considered a Rhone style is because they're using predominantly Syrah, along with a lot of other Rhone varietals as mixers for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, are you ready to see your bottle? I am. Yeah, okay. I'd love to see it. So, we are unveiling our bottle. Like Topher said, we did decant it, but here is the bottle, Topher. Okay. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a very large label on it. It's super dark green. So Ferguson Crest. Okay, uh-huh. so obviously this is the entire cast of Falcon's Crest is the maker of this. I don't know Falcon's Crest. It's a soap opera, right? I've never uh, seen it. Yes. Fact checker says yes. All right. So Santa Ines Valley. Oh, by the way, you didn't tell me which valley this is from, but I have my suspicions. Mm-hmm. I think it's Happy Canyon. Oh, cute. I like that. Yeah, because they they tend to do a lot more of these Roan okay. varietals that they used for blending for this. Okay. But it could be Los Olivos as well. 
Well, let's see if the Bible tells us. Let's see. Okay, so 2014, Ferguson uh-huh. Crest, Fergalicious. Yes. <laughs> Definition. So our defendant okay. is Fergie. This is so funny because it's such a formal, fancy looking label. We are going to obviously post that for you guys to look yes. at. So it's so formal and fancy looking. It has this like gold embossed seal that has an nice texture very, to like, it. It's very like old European yes. fancy looking. And then for it to yeah. say Fergalicious, very subtly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, red wine blend that has the breakdown of the blend mm-hmm. in it. And I hate to tell you this, what? but the last time we had a wine like this, it was the Rhone Valley wine. Uh-huh. And it is the same alcohol content. Uh, uh, and we definitely uh, were pretty wasty faced by the end of that episode. So you're welcome, face. all of you listening at home and yep. drinking along with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all in for a ride. Oh my God, there's a, it's a huge ass quote from Fergie. There's such a long quote. Well, Topher looks, and I'll let you just pick out your favorite lines from that quote. Okay. Um, this is about $25 a bottle. So it's a this reasonable. Is, it's reasonable, but yeah. like in the fancier. It is. It's not like your barefoot wines. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's you know, it is double not. digits, but it's still within reason. This is something based on the price point. And so far also what I'm getting from the glass mm-hmm. that I would feel very good about taking to a nice dinner party with friends. Now, do you think your friends would laugh at you because they know it's Fergie's wine? How would, or would they that know? be Fergalicious? My friends can't read. Okay. <laughs> I always have to make sure I'm the prettiest and most educated person in the room. Gotcha. Okay. This is a very interesting back label. I think one of my favorite things is just the way that it starts off. Mm-hmm. Take a look at my family crest and you'll find a boar's head. An ancient symbol of hospitality. Fergie's not really somebody that I think of as associating with a family crest. It is a little boar's head on there. You see it? I do see it. So we did take a look at it. So is she the heiress to the deli meat fortune? (gasps) No, but I would love it if that were true. I'm just saying. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay, we're continuing to look at the label. Yeah. All right. So should I just read it out loud? You don't have to read the whole thing because it is kind of, it's a little worse. She's talking a lot about her family's heritage. So I so feel like I'm going to learn a lot of things. It Ooh. is like her dad does have an agricultural background. She mentions his extraordinarily green thumb, which cool as a, somebody as who loves, you. yeah, I love to garden. So that's cool. Yes. Taking um, care of fruit trees and vegetable patches. Oh, in Hacienda Heights, which sounds like a made up place. That's where she's from. It's Hacienda. near LA. Near L.A. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a neighborhood from, like, the computer game The Sims. It does kind of Doesn't sound. it sound like that? Like, oh, buy this expansion pack and have fun Hacienda building the Hacienda Heights. It does, yeah. Where the neighbors are muy caliente. <laughs> um, wow, they grew a lot of things together. Oh, they grew artichokes and guava. That's super cool. That sounds like a fun little farm trip. We should go. Okay, so I have to say, after reading the label, I when I first saw the length of it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, she's going to be waxing pretentious for so long. But actually, it's really, it's a cute homage to this kind of wholesome like, upbringing with her which father. Which is not what you associate with Fergie? No, because like you think of like the Duchess, that kind of era of... Yes. Kind of... I'm surprised you know an album name of hers. Well, you know I'm obsessed with the royal family, and I actually okay. thought that the CD was put out by... A different Fergie. That makes first, way more sense. Until I examined it okay, more closely. So I didn't you're buy mine. it. Sarah Ferguson. Sarah Ferguson. Yes, yes. The original Fergie. Yes. She made an album? I thought she did. 
And you purchased that album? I didn't purchase it. I saw it at Walmart Target and I was very curious and was going to buy it. And then I was like, wait, who is this person? That is, this is not Duchess Sarah Ferguson. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense for Topher in your life. Yeah. Well, let's learn about Fergie. Okay. All right. So she was born in Hacienda Heights in California in 1975. I really want to go to Hacienda Heights now. It sounds like a gardening paradise. Just minutes from the city. It could be. I have no idea. It could be a lovely little suburban enclave or it could be a shithole. Who knows? I have a feeling that at this point, it's a place that we could not afford to live. I think most places in California could not <laughs> afford to totally live. That's totally fair. I like, can barely afford to live as it is They're now. like, you can be in like the shittiest suburb of Compton. Yeah. And that's a stretch. That's yeah. a stretch. Like a couple of years ago, I went back to California and I went by my childhood home and it was like a very modest size home, like 1,500 square feet, which is a decent size. It's not also huge. big for, for the California. Were oh, you outside yeah. of L.A.? Where were you? Yeah, in the suburbs of L.A. Yeah, yeah, I was in Santa Clarita Valley. Okay. In New Hall, Valencia. Yeah, but this, you know, of course, as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, this house is oh, huge. Yeah. And then as an adult driving by, I'm like, oh, that's really not that big. And it's like. $700,000, what the fuck? Like, had oh, not been updated since the late 80s. Is that, did you actually look it up? Because I would be surprised if it was only $700,000. Oh, I, I did look it up on Zillow. Yes, I did. That was the Zestimate yeah. from Zillow. But um, yeah, isn't wow. that nuts? That is. Like a tiny yard, like no room on either side. Oh, your neighbors it, no, are like no. Like you barely have you. room to turn sideways and yeah. move. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's like basically just enough room for an air conditioning unit and that's it. Basically. If you're lucky. Basically. Yeah. And then be glad for what you got. Yeah. And I have a feeling that the backyard, including patio and grass space, is the size of this room that we're currently it, in. It probably is. But as a kid, I was like, this huge oh, yard. Yeah. As an adult, I'm like, oh God, how did my family live in this tiny little space? I remember we lived in this kind of really diverse kind of immigrant heavy neighborhood in this little apartment complex. And my dad was in seminary at the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's where a lot of in that particular complex is where a lot of other seminary people lived. And I remember the apartment being huge and it was like a, a duplex situation that had like a central courtyard, mm-hmm. you know? And I do like those. That yeah. Like the courtyard. It, it was very cute from my memory. I would like to go back and see it because I have a feeling that I've just built it up way too much. Right. But I also don't know what they've done sure. to it since. But I was fascinated. I was never allowed to leave the apartment complex because my parents were very protective. Mm -hmm. But there was a food truck that would come by constantly. And it was like selling like Mexican groceries, but also tacos and homemade tortillas and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's signal like an ice cream truck, you know, was it would play La Cucaracha, which we always (laughs) thought was hilarious because it's like selling food. But they also would have crazy parties on Friday and Saturday nights all around us. Mm-hmm. And I would be laying in bed listening to it, just thinking about all these families getting together, playing music for so long. It sounded mm-hmm. so joyful. And the food, I'm sure, was probably the most mouthwatering, amazing food. And I just like, could have these dreams of running away from this courtyard that I was like confined to and being adopted by like some Mexican immigrant family and like <laughs> learning to make tamales and Escape from your courtyard prison. I I know. It sounds very privileged of me to say that. But (laughs) also to be clear, this apartment was, I mean, it was adequate. It was not nice. Basic. It was very basic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that we were living in the same sort of apartment as the people next door to us in the other apartment complex. But yeah. In your mind, it was something more. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just, I've always been intrigued by that culture. But anyway, I digress. So, yes, you digress. Um, sorry. I'm to get some digging at you. So, Fergie grew up in California. She was raised Catholic. She was an overachiever as a kid. She like spelling bee. She was in Girl Scouts. She was a straight A student. That actually doesn't surprise me because just the few interviews that I've seen with her, she's an extremely kind of self-possessed person. Mm-hmm. She just exudes the confidence that comes from a high level of intelligence. Yeah. You know? Well, she was also on the children's show Kids Incorporated. Which I never saw, but I, I never, know I never saw it. either. Yeah. Like tangential. So it was a show on the Disney Channel. And it was about, like, these kids have a rock band. Okay. But they go on, like, different adventures. Like, one episode, like, they met robots or something. Okay. But, they, like, they put on a bunch of performances. So, nice. like, this, the set was, like, a stage. But it was derelict because they were trying hard to make it as a rock band. But all these children. It was a weird concept. And she was a child actor on it. She was a child actor. So, she started when she, she was. Acted. Yeah. She has a few roles. It was mostly like singing. Like the show has a yeah. lot of singing stuff. Were there any other castmates on it that ended up doing anything? No, she is the one who got real famous from it. Huh. But she started when she was just 84. So she was just nine. When she was just 84? Yeah. Oh, well, a tender young age. She was on it from 84 to 89. So she was only nine years old when she started on it as a singer so in like the kids rock band stuff. I was barely three years old. Might have oh. still been like two years old when she was no longer on it. That explains why I never saw it. Right. Well, in Disney Channel, too. Like, we only got Disney was Channel when they Was Disney would... Channel back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. But like, every now and then, we would get, like, the free promotional Disney Channel. Right. Yes. Which I was always like, oh, hell, yeah. Free Disney for a week or however long they had it. My parents were really yeah. strict, and my grandparents had cable, and so I could watch the Disney Channel when I went over there. Mm-hmm. But my parents were very strict, and they would have such an early bedtime for me. It was so infuriating. We talked about that. Yes. So I think it was like Friday nights, they would have Magical World of Disney or whatever, mm-hmm. where they'd show like a Disney movie that had been remastered or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could have a fun family time, but it didn't start until 8 or 8.30 or something, and my bedtime was like 8.15. 8.15 is a really weird bedtime. My parents started going up in 15-minute increments Okay. Okay. as I would get older. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's super exciting to have it be your birthday and then be like, happy birthday. You get 15 extra minutes before you have to go to bed. Thanks, that was your Mom special and Dad. birthday treat. Right? Well, that and maybe I would get some sugar in my porridge. <laughs> you really were a little prince sequestered in a, yeah. in a this, courtyard prison. This is why I needed to go and be adopted by a wonderful, large, loving Mexican family. Who would let you stay up as late as you wanted and watch all the Disney. And eat decent food other than porridge. porridge Sugar. With with maybe sugar if I'm lucky. No, my parents fed me very well. That's really funny. But yeah, she's done some acting here and there throughout her life. But she's on this show, Kids Incorporated, for a long time. She's like the longest running kid actor on this show. Okay. The other ones kept dying. (gasps) Was Fergie behind it all? Maybe. Maybe. Her real name is Stacy, by the way. Stacy? Mm-hmm. Stacy so, Ferguson. Yeah. Her last name is Ferguson. Do you know, I don't want to get ahead, but do you oh. know why she ended up choosing Fergie as her stage name? I don't know. I think Fergie's just more fun. It is fun. Yeah. I mean, Stacy's a great name, too. Yeah. Stacy's okay. Isn't Stacy like Barbie's kid sister? Yeah. Cousin. Cousin. I some, don't know. Some unfortunate relative. She was like Barbie, but a little shorter. <laughs> no, the, the Stacey That's how doll. you know age That was dolls. Skipper. Sorry, that was Skipper. Skipper, was but there was shorter. also Stacy. Maybe. because And then Christy was her friend. I know way too much about Barbies, clearly. 
I don't know enough. I'm going to chart the family tree of Barbie. Barbie's family tree, I'm sure. Some, oh, God, someone's done that somewhere. Yeah. So after her role on this show, she got older and then she had a bit of a rebellious face as a teenager. Doesn't surprise me. She was um, like, no, I'm not going to grow guava trees with you anymore, Dad. I need to go to the mall. Basically. And shoplift guavas. <gasps> At the mall? Yeah. What store at the mall sells guavas? The Hacienda Heights Guava Emporium. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> I did look up their mall information. Oh, I'm sure you did. No. So she started this girls band in the 90s called Wild Orchid. Okay. I actually really like that. That's is a great a good name. girls band name? Yes, it is. Wild Orchid? Wild Orchid. Yeah. I don't know. It's dangerous, but beautiful. It makes me think. Yeah, of the, that's the vibe that I think they were trying to go for. It makes me think of the orchids in Jumanji that would spit the poison spikes at people. So do you think that's what they did in their girl group? I think so. Okay. Well, she formed it. And I like think they dressed up like orchids. They, too. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> and spit poison at <laughs> yes. people. Not so good on the music, but really good at spitting poison. The performance art is Oh, was it a performance art? <laughs> Not a girl's pop group. So was they, it pop? Yeah, like pop, hip hop. Oh, see, I was picturing more of like alt punk sort of. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, see, wild orchid gives me. Well, girls can be in a punk rock group too. What? Topher. Especially in the nineties. Topher, I don't believe you. No way. Woman, don't challenge me. Girls can't play instruments. (laughs) Not no, they not drums or guitar either. I guess not lip syncing, but like hand syncing. They were playing air guitar, essentially. Oh, they're just miming. Yeah, they're just very. They were. This was a puppet punk group. <gasps> puppet punk. See now, that's, that's a good band. Now I've sold you on it. Okay, now I am. I'll. I will join your group, Puppet Punks. <laughs> I will join. Yeah, Wild Orchid never really quite took off. They had troubles with their record label. It took them a while to get a record label, and even then, it just. The label didn't seem to be like super invested in them. They had problems, I think, trying to find the right image for their band, too. It sounds like that, because clearly I had a completely different image in my head of right. what this band was going to be than what it actually right. was. I think they were going for Destiny's Child kind of vibes, mm. like the girl group kind of, but like it yeah. didn't quite. What was the one that Michelle Visage was in? I don't know who that is. What was that girl group called? I still don't know. It's not like Infinity. It's not Paradise. It's something along those lines. That sounds like a lyric, though. It's not Infinity. It's not not Paradise. paradise. It's just something along those lines. It is Seduction. Oh, God. A terrible name. I feel like they were a minor hit in the one-hit wonder sort of situation. Well, I don't too. know about them, so I think they're a no-hit wonder. Okay. Well, you also don't know who Michelle Visage is, and that's problematic. That's actually kind of homophobic, have you? Oh, okay. Well, do you know this about Fergie? One of the other problems they have with the band is her heavy drug use. Fergie's? Specifically, meth. Oh, no. Yeah, she was real hard and heavy with a crystal meth. Can I say something problematic? Okay. And a little bit mean. Okay. She always has that meth face to me. That's so awful to say, but she looks like she had a rough history and past. And now it sounds like she's come out of that. That's what I'm hoping is we have. Yeah, she's she's gone past her drug addiction. But you can definitely tell that that's something that happened. Yeah. And that's really sad. But I'm glad we have a happy ending. 
Yeah. I mean, it's really hard. Any addiction is really hard, let alone an addiction to something as awful as like crystal meth. Yeah. So good for her for coming out of it. But according to her, like it was intense and rough. I don't think anybody ever just like dabbles. No, you can't like dabble in meth. Yeah. You can't be like, you know what? I feel like I'm just a little smidge of meth right now. I did have a friend told me that, a very close friend, who told me that while I was out of town mm-hmm. for a while with Fact Checker, mm-hmm. he had decided to just try meth oh, with no, a friend no, once. No, 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 no. I, it's the only time I've been violent with somebody like that where I like slapped the shit out of him. Fortunately, he had a terrible time. Okay. And so it will never happen again. But I was like... The, what if you hadn't had a terrible time? What if you'd been like, oh, that was really fun at the beginning and kind of sucked at the end, but still totally worth it? No. Ugh. Point is, don't dabble in meth. Don't dabble in it. Don't touch it. Don't, don't touch look it. at it. Yeah, not even once. No, not even once. This has been our drug PSA. <laughs> All of this has led up to this Except moment. Except for alcohol, which we're totally cool totally with. Totally fine with. Yeah, and, and there are other drugs. Absolutely. What other drugs are you cool with? What are you going to endorse? Not meth. THC. Okay. I think it has a lot of, it's mm-hmm. not for me because of how it makes me feel, but it has mm-hmm. a lot of health benefits. I've been reading a lot about, and again, this isn't for me because my brain just can't handle shit like this, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have been finding success with depression and different other emotional health issues mm-hmm. um, by doing psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And I've actually, thank you. And I've had some friends who have had success with that too with microdosing and stuff Mm -hmm. i think absolutely also this is something that you should not dabble in but if i found out that i had a terminal disease Mm -hmm. where it's oh you've got three weeks to live i'm like cool i'm gonna go go find some heroin oh heroin okay yeah that makes sense i probably wouldn't actually because i don't enjoy the feeling of being high i'd probably just be like hey give me lots of painkillers and wine and wine yeah okay i just want to fall asleep on chair on a patio under the Tuscan sun and okay. then not wake up. So you're, you just want to be Diane Lane and then die? And then die. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers to being Diane Lane and then dying. Okay. Well, Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Well, yeah, she had the huge meth problem. Well, but you can't hear hear me that. Oh. She had the huge meth problem. Okay. But she overcame it. She, in the girl group, disbanded. But... She did join the Black Eyed Peas in yes. 03, which, which is where she really took off. Yeah. And that's a Fergie that I became aware of. Right. I think that's the Fergie that most of us know and love. What year did that happen? Because 2003. Okay. That I tracks then. Because it was that. around. Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm glad you're listening to me, Topher. It's your one fucking job. So 1993, on she joined the, what was it? Purple Hole Peas. Yeah. And Purple Hole Peas. That's a kind of pea. Mm. It's a Southern thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to leave that gem right there and let it. Purple hole peas are a thing. And it's fun to say. <laughs> purple hole. No. Purple stop hole. saying purple hole. Purple hole. Topher. Purple hole. All right. Anyway, she got really famous with Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> they had another singer at first. She wasn't the first female singer in the band. But why are you staring at me like a creeper? I was trying to. Sorry, I was thinking about something. Purple um, holes. Purple holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're gonna have to have merch that says purple holes. Oh, I would actually really like that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Can mean so many things. So she joined the Black Eyed Peas. They really took off too once she joined. 
And then she also started releasing solo works. That's where you know her album, The Duchess, Duchess in 06. Which was mm-hmm. spelled with a T and that I know. bothered me. And that I was don't, my first I don't clue that it that. wasn't Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> I was like, wait I like a that minute. That was your, and you're like, hmm, wait a second. Does Sarah Ferguson have an album? Yeah, that seems plausible. Did she spell Duchess with a T? Mm, I no. don't understand the big issue with the concept of Sarah Ferguson trying to come out with an album. Oh, I think she would. She's so thirsty for fame and money. Yeah. She absolutely but, would. But what genre? Because I I see it being more of a really ill-executed Sarah Brightman sort of sound where she thinks that she can oh, like, she like really hit those high notes. Yeah, and she but can. she cannot. Like yeah. a Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly like that. Where it's like, you did so good. Right? Um, Look at you. Yeah. I was thinking more like terrible, like spoken word that's been auto-tuned. Oh, shit. Okay. We've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. and this is another time, I think, to <gasps> For play. our album? Our album, no. When does it drop? Well, we have to come up with the album first. Purple Holes. Purple Holes. No, but Naomi Campbell's album is like mm. that, where it's just a lot of Baby breathy, woman. Yeah. breathy things, and they somehow turn that into a tune. Yeah. But not quite. Yeah. Like, it's really... So basically, most professional singers have an at least two octave range. Mm-hmm. This, I would say, is maybe a two note range. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so it's two. very technically difficult. <laughs> Don't try it at home. So you probably know a lot of Fergie and Black Eyed Peas songs, I'm guessing. I do. One of my two stripper songs is actually a Fergie Black Eyed Peas song. All right, what song is it? Boom, boom, boom. That is a big song. Isn't that a I good think stripper song? It's called Boom, Boom, Wow. Okay, well. Not for me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. I don't actually know the name of the song, but you okay. but you know what I'm talking so about. So you stripped that song? That's in my head. Okay, so I used to listen to it. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, pow. Pow. We're both off. We'll both, we'll both agree to be okay, right. Okay, let's take a little sip. I love that we're both wrong and we're like, we'll both agree to be right. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were both correct on that one. We love the spirit of the song. <laughs> no, I would be listening to that song going home from college at mm-hmm. night because mm-hmm. I had a really long commute. Mm-hmm. Just blasting it. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm just up on the pole and doing lap dances. Okay. Yeah. What's your other stripper song? It is the Rihanna remake of Pony. Mm, okay. The genuine song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But specifically the Rihanna version. Rihanna version? That's fair. Yeah. What other Fergie Black Eyed Peas songs do you know or um, enjoy? I'm sure you know a lot. A lot of them, it was one of those love-hate things with them where it's like, this is annoying, but goddamn it, it is like fun and catchy. Like, yeah, so I think that's kind of their vibe. Night. Yeah, tonight's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, a lot. I don't really care for the Black Eyed Peas, but when the song comes on, I'm like, all but right, you have to dance to fine. it. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. Eyed Peas, let's get it started. I know a lot of their major radio hits because that was mm-hmm. an era where I was listening to a lot of radio on my like college commutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then definitely with her solo career, Big Girls Don't Cry. Yes. I can still probably sing every single word of that song. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would love um, you to treat me to that later. Yeah. And it has some really interesting lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like what? What's your favorite lyric from that song? Because I'm not doing a lyric cross-examination, by the way. So there are several good lyrics. One of them is, I need some shelter of my own protection, baby. Hmm. And I'm like, what an awkward phrasing to say that you need your own personal space. (laughs) I need some shelter of my own protection, baby. I will say Fergie is not known for being a great lyricist. 
did she actually write those songs? I just assumed that like I think she wrote some of them. I mean, like the of course you know my humps. Yes. Yes. And for which was like really derided for being like the lyrics are bad to my humps. The lyrics are bad. Fergalicious, though, I will Fergalicious say. Fergalicious is fun. Is and My Humps is a catchy song. Like, yeah. I'm not doubting it. The lyrics are dumb. Although I really do love the Alanis Morissette. Yes. Oh. The video. I, mean, I did honestly, watch that this morning. If that song. is part of my research process. <laughs> yes. I know I agree with that. And with the music video, everything. Yeah. If that song existed only so that Alanis Morissette could go and do her parody version of it. Because it's so brilliant. She doesn't even, it's not even a parody version because she no. doesn't change the lyrics at all. She no, just sings it doesn't. the way that it was meant to be sung, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Do you know her song, MILF? Fergie's not Alanis Morissette. That would be an odd choice for Alanis Morissette. That, it would, but I would totally It would be unexpected, be but I would respect it. I would respect the shit out of it. I'm like, okay, Alanis, <laughs> I will buy your new MILF CD, sure. Yep. No, maybe I do. You know, I'm bad with song titles. So it's, okay, let me just walk you through the video of it it's very like 1950s like super saturated colors but kind of like very fake and plasticky looking there's a milf man which is like a hot dude in an old milkman uniform i'm so driving through where it says milf on the side it says moms i'd like to follow so wait is Mm -hmm. this like the, the conservative christian version of milf but she curses in the song she calls you like motherfuckers and assholes like in the song and it's not bleeps Weird. So why would you not? I guess maybe because the visual of it. It doesn't seem like that would. Really I don't. Matter. I don't really get. Why. I guess maybe because you can't censor that. You can bleep out. You can bleep out the but words. You can't, you can't actually censor. censor. Yeah. Whatever. It's dumb. But anyway, there's like a lot of costume changes. Kim Kardashian's in the video as really? one of the milfs. Chrissy Teigen, who we've talked about before, is in the video. Did you tell me what year this is? Not too long ago. I want to okay. say like 2017. Okay. That, that tracks. Pretty recent. Fact checker is searching for MILFs right now, and he is not getting the results that he was hoping for. <laughs> but is he getting the results that he deserves? Um, 2016. Okay. okay. So I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Cool. Her videos are fun. She does do like a lot of costuming. I will she say. She does. And it's fun. She has fun colors as well. She You're does. About, like, yeah. the saturation. She it was like has, very like, fun. It was like, well, one of her videos isn't bright. It was one is it where. It's not bright. No, but that would be. Appropriate. Oh my god, what's it called? God damn it, I watched it this morning and I forgot it. Where well, she plays herself in a mental hospital. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that she didn't make that super. But then like there are flashbacks to other parts of her life. And she was a single mother who had a child who grew up and was killed in war. Oh god. And it was a lot. It There's a lot, a lot going on in the video. But then she's also with does her... not reflect her life at all. No, but then she's with her childhood self. Like mm-hmm. a little girl's playing childhood Fergie. Maybe instead and of like the, the video ends with him making like silly face. Oh, we're so cute. Like, what the fuck kind of tone are you trying to set? Yeah, with that's this really music weird. Video? It's really weird. What yeah. was the other not Big Girls Don't Cry, but there was another kind of ballady song. It was throw me off because I'm not expecting ballady. Yeah. Which I wouldn't necessarily qualify Big Girls Don't Cry as a but ballad, it but it kind of is that like, yeah. yeah, it's a ballad in the same sense that I guess Britney Spears sings ballads. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Ugh, I should have written some of the song titles. Yeah, and the music. I'm just trying to think because there was another one around that same time period. Well, that was, was like, radio. yeah. But I could also just be thinking of Fergalicious. Okay. Or be. oh, uh, no, the glamorous, the flossy, flossy. Yeah, glamorous. My favorite version yeah. of that is in the first season of Gossip Girl okay. when. 
all the girls that are in like the glee club at Constance, the like elite private school, mm-hmm. do an acapella. Of like, glamorous? Yes. Oh, and it's no. so good. It's just like a few lines from it, but it's really fun. Yeah. The fun fact about the music video for Glamorous, because I also watched that Plus. today. She's like on a private jet and like she pulls out her fancy phone. Yes, like a Blackberry like, kind of it was thing. Like, no, but it's like the sidekick had the part that like <gasps> yes. slid off and then oh, the I had keyboard. one of those. Those were so cool. It was a, like a time. Verizon thing. Yeah. And so it was like both touchscreen and the keyboard. Yeah. But the touchscreen, you had to push down on the screen and it's click like it. It's super aggressively like, touchscreen. Yeah. The whole screen yeah. would click. Yeah. 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 But God, that- I thought it was so cool. I dropped two of them in the bathtub. <gasps> And then, Verizon, and then Verizon, even though I had the insurance, they wouldn't give me any more. <laughs> like, this guy is just destroying phones on purpose. Yeah, Does he think he's Fergie on a private jet? That also has some fun lyrics. Like, when she talks about going through McDonald's. Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yes. It's Taco Bell. She's like, I'm then, still the like, same Fergie. Like, pulling a Jenny yeah. on the block. And then she's vibe. like, back when I had a Mustang. And I'm like, that's a that's privileged thing to say, girl. Yeah. Like, Mustangs aren't. My kind of car, but they're not yeah. like cheap cars. If I'm like talking about what I was like back in the day, like I'm back when I had a, my '88 Honda Civic exactly, hatchback. I was be like your Toyota Yaris, right? Like, Where it's like I had to put seat covers over, like the right. seat covers that you get from like Walmart mm-hmm. or whatever that AutoZone, AutoZone, yeah. yeah. Because first of all, it was like vinyl seats, and mm. they were so fucking hot. Like, why would you would have? vinyl it was leather seats. yeah but then it was such an old car too that they were cracked so not only is it hot but it's you sit down and cut yourself you, yeah. yes exactly yep yeah but by all means for you you're still the same person yeah ordering taco bell oh no there is very that Didn't is she like, have like a commercial for taco bell <gasps> mm. or was it like carl's jr I she had like a fast food I think you're thinking of Jessica Simpson. Well, no, I know that Jessica Carl's Simpson Jr. did. I know that Kim Kardashian did. There was a whole, but Fergie had something like that think, too. I yeah, fact checker will check. Again, search up MILFs and see what comes up. <laughs> Turn your filter off. Safe search off. So yeah, she's had a lot of success, although she's officially not in the Black Eyed Peas anymore. Yes, I do think I remember hearing something about that. Yeah, that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, Yeah, and they're like, no, Fergie's no longer Due to creative differences. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think she needs them. I think her solo stuff is fine. Her solo stuff was totally fine. Um, But Will I Am is also trying to do solo stuff, too. Which is like, why even have the Black Eyed Peas anymore? Right, who are the other Peas? Yeah, nobody really knows. I don't know. I mean, there's the blue hole. (laughs) There's the purple (laughs) hole. Oh, God. You could literally put the, like... Fergie and Will I Am with two random people and say that that's the Black Eyed Peas. I'd be like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, I cannot tell you who the other Black Eyed Peas are. Yeah. No offense to the Black Eyed Peas. Because I'm sure you're listening because what else do you have going on at this point? But- <laughs> <laughs> and, and we lost them. And they're gone. And I've alienated them once again. All right. You ready? Oh, am I being cross-examined? Sure. Okay, let's you- do it. Yeah, let's top me off some. Because I'm going through this wine. Do you want to revisit it the wine is, and see? It is a strong wine. I like it. It's strong, but it doesn't. I feel like taste my mouth strong. is turning a little purple, though. You're gonna have to keep me on track with that too. I'm pretty sure I'm getting. I get Are we really getting the purple hole? <laughs> that's what it's called. No, I definitely that's get like, the. That's the new name for a wine mouth. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Topher? I get wine mouth really bad with me too. Lips. I have very porous lips, apparently. <laughs> Like your mouth is a pumice stone? Yes. Okay. 
I would Any love, other questions, Rachel? I would love for you to walk into Sephora and be like, what gloss is best for porous lips? <laughs> I would, but first I have to set by Home Depot to get the caulk for my porous lips. Really plug those holes up. You're going to caulk your mouth? A fact checker is going to help me caulk my mouth. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Compose yourself, Rachel. I will try. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you some stories about Fergie. I love bedtime stories. You're going to tell me if these are real or false. True or false. Okay. Okay. So this is our cross-examination. All right. So we know that Fergie was a child actor. Mm-hmm. And we know that she has had some acting roles. Or so you say. I do say that's true. That's a real thing. I'm not okay. making that up. She has had acting roles. Um, one of her first acting roles, though, was playing a character in a beloved cartoon franchise. On- Barney. Nope. Barney's not a cartoon. He's Barney's a-, a real dinosaur? Yeah. She played Sally in the Peanut TV movies. You know Peanuts, right? Charlie Brown? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. But that doesn't... I mean, I don't know when the last one of those was made. When was she born? 75. 75. I'm not telling you which movies specifically. Yeah. But you're saying that at least once she played Sally. I believe it was at least twice. At least twice. And Sally was Linus's sister, but Sally, right? Wait, Sally no, was Charlie Brown's sister. Sally's Charlie Brown's yeah. sister. Yeah. She has a crush on Linus. Yes, that's right. It's good that they're not brother and sister. That would be problematic. That would be an odd take for Charles Schultz, what have you done? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say True. Okay, you're right. I am? Okay. Yay, take a drink. Which, do you know which movies? I did not write it down, but our fact checker said uh, it's... Snoopy's Getting Married. That sounds adorable. Uh, the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show. And it's Flash Beagle? I don't know what that is. 1984 is before okay. my time. Well, I was alive, but I was a year old. So this sounds like yet. it's, yeah, like little little TV specials. Yeah. Okay, that's really cute. Oh, how wholesome. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Did they know about the meth? I don't think she was on the meth Because she should have gone and seen Lucy. Lucy's like a mental health specialist. Yeah, Lucy could have helped her with the meth. If she had quarters. It was a nickel, right? Oh, was it? It was a nickel. Well, with inflation. You are. This is the 80s now. You are jacking up Lucy's prices. <laughs> Listen, she is a goddamn professional. She deserves to be paid. And quarters. In quarters. Okay. All right. So that was true. All right. Next little story. Okay. Oh, I'm celebratory sip. Yeah. Take your little sip. I'm so used to getting them wrong. I know. It's the first time you've gotten one right ever. So her girl group, Wild Orchid. Yes. Which I'm still obsessed with. They did have one major tour in 1999. This was after their second album and before their third album, which the record company never produced, but they did write it. But anyway, so their major tour was they were the openers for a very, very famous singer. Inya. Whose name is Madonna. So they opened for her across the U.S. and Canada on that tour. Is that true or bullshit? That's really hard. I'm going to say it's bullshit. Why? I do just feel, and I don't know. What does your heart say? Mm. My heart says that just about everything you say is bullshit. Rude. Rude. But do you disagree? No. Just because I feel like maybe there would have, and maybe there are, and I just don't know them, there would have been like some stories from Fergie about Madonna. Okay. Because, I mean, if if they were on this tour, that means Mm -hmm. they're traveling. 
Well, I'm sure Madonna locations. had her own like bus on. Nope, they shared a bed in the same bus. Mm. They showered together. Okay, that's your whole separate fantasy that you got going on now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna say no. Okay, I think that would have helped her career in that particular girl band a lot more. Okay, you are right. Take a sip. Okay, okay. Um, it was not Madonna. The tour stuff was mm. accurate. It was for Cher. Really? Yes. They were the openers for, on a. Yes. Canadian and American and, tour for sure. And Cindy Lauper was also on that tour. Fuck. Yes. Why were they not bigger after that? That doesn't make any sense. I know. So Fat Checker actually mm-hmm. a few years ago got a like one of those last minute like his friends are going. They have an extra mm-hmm. ticket. Free ticket to go and see Cher perform mm-hmm. live. And it was like they were up the very tippity top, you know. And Cindy, With Cindy Lauper. And so oh, Cindy Lauper yeah. was there too. I was getting I think to that fact friends. checker. But I'm thinking this was a really missed opportunity to have Fergie come on and do her songs, her hit song from Wild Orchid. That, called, but wouldn't that have been hilarious? Called, I'm gonna say it's called Jumanji. We'll say missed me, baby. Missed me, baby, one more time. Yeah. Because you have to miss orchids because they're so fucking delicate. Yeah. You can never keep one alive. Or it could be called four ice cubes because you put three to four ice cubes. I've tried that. I still kill them. Mine's dying too. I will and my kill sibling an orchid. Gave it to me. Every time you yeah. give me an orchid, I will murder it. I'm trying so hard. It's lasted a really long time, but mm-hmm. now it's How like- How long? Like a day. Actually, no. Since my dog died because it was a memorial orchid. So I bet you feel really bad now, don't I you? Will, I will. Do you feel really bad? I will take a big <laughs> No, my sympathy card, Topher. My sibling gave it to me. She or they had it delivered mm-hmm. when Gus died, mm-hmm. and it was very sweet because they know that I'm a plant person, and we're like, I wanted to get you something live, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I was thinking about getting an orchid, and now I feel terrible because it's slowly dying before me. We'll play it some Fergie songs, and maybe it will come back. Maybe. All right. So what was their big song? I don't know. I don't really think that. We can find out later. We should find out later. Okay. We should we should post one on our social media for people to listen to. Are we allowed Ooh, to do that? I don't know. We can fuck it. We don't have money. They don't, can't come after us. You can do anything as long as you say, I don't own the rights to this song, right? Right. Sure. Okay. <gasps> oh, my God. So, so Oxygen. Is that <laughs> oh, an no. album? Or that is must that be the song? album title or a single. Or a single, yeah. It is very Alcatron? Okay, well, we have to listen to that. Sounds like a robot. Play that funky music. Oh, God. This sounds also, like terrible. I am loving the aesthetics of this band. First of all. Okay, look at it. Okay, so I'm just going to describe this to our for listeners. our listeners. Yeah. So you've got three young women. The one on the left. Is Fergie. Is Fergie. Mm-hmm. And she, God, she looks so young. Mm-hmm. And she has that quintessential early to mid 90s bleach blonde hair where it's framing her face, but then also pulled, pulled back, back on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Really cute top. And but she, khaki pants. And khaki pants, yeah. obviously. And she God, looks. in the 90s, we loved our khaki. She looks like surprise dead face. Yeah. At something like something has walked into it's this room. It's a very Jessica Simpson expression. It is a very, that's a best way to. They have do very this. similar expressions. Yes. I feel like that was a early to mid 90s sexy look where it's, I'm not, not intrigued by you whipping your penis out on the subway kind of situation. I was it for a subway masturbators only. So I'm going to set the scene here. Mm. So she's got this dead face mm-hmm. surprise. The girl next to her is wearing a white 
sleeveless spaghetti strap situation, mm-hmm. lots of cleavage. What I can only describe She's as flash pants. She's not showing lots of cleavage. It's so much cleavage. Topher. Anyway, she's very busty. Topher does not understand what cleavage is. It's showing, something to do with your hair, right? Showing midriff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> showing her midriff, but she has no, a she high is. neck top. I wouldn't describe. Oh, wait, wait. You're yes. right. Sorry, no, mm. I got. Who's the boob expert now, Topher? So look at it right here. That right there looked like it was a like spaghetti strap. So I thought that that was mm-hmm. all her skin. Topher knows nothing about boobs, once again. We've it's a, this is also, you can say this, a very poorly photo edited sort of yes. situation. Oh, yeah. It's hard to tell what's what here. She's wearing the low rise. Shiny pants. Shiny pants. I yeah. call them flash pants. But they're loose. They're not like super tight. They're not like. They're not. Yeah. Okay, they're girl, not night tight. They're not night tight. Oh, and she's not. and she has super crunchy, wavy, curly, crunchy, but crimped, it's a crunch. It's a, kind of that's not crimping. It's like loose crimp. No, it's not crimping. Okay, we're clearly in a fight again. But the expression on her face is one of utter disgust, surprise. She yeah. is not here for this right now. And then the girl next to her, mm-hmm. she looks like she just had a really good poop. She does. Like, the way she's holding her hand, she's like, it's all gone. Yep, and she's got this, like, smile where it's like... She's the modest one. She's got her hair pulled back in a ponytail. She's wearing, She's like, the Charlotte of the group. So, if she's the Charlotte, then why is she so intrigued by the... Clearly being flashed by a producer that's happening off camera. Well, she just like, had a good poop, so she's feeling good about it. So she's life. like, she's well... Feeling light and easy breezy. If this is the worst thing I have to deal with today... So it looks like a weird, charmed looks, knockoff. It does. Doesn't it? I would watch that show, though. It looks like a weird, like, Sex in the City charmed knockoff. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no. I would watch it. I'd watch it. Fan fiction? Ooh. We've asked for fan fiction before. We have gotten none from you. So you need to step it up. Step it up, please, audience. Topher would like to be inserted into the fan fiction of Wild Orchid. Yes. To be clear, I am not the producer or manager who is exposing himself to these innocent you young women. You could be if you... Topher, if I try hard enough. <laughs> Topher, reach for the stars. <laughs> Next uh, cross-examination Please, okay. yes. So shortly after Fergie joined the Black Eyed Peas, mm-hmm. there was an infamous incident at a concert. Janet Jackson. Nope. In which Fergie... Are you saying that wasn't infamous? I'm saying that's not about Fergie, so... Okay. So she did not have control over... Her bowels. A bodily fluid. <laughs> and there are pictures of her. So a what bodily hap- fluid. So what she happened... She could have been lactating. She wasn't pregnant yet, but maybe... What happened was she went on stage and... I've got some news for you, Rachel. About lactation? Hot off the presses. So a lot of times Mm -hmm. when women are breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. they are still no longer pregnant. (gasps) What? Yeah. Topher, who knew? I know. I've been doing my research into female anatomy as you asked me to after the unfortunate Paris Hilton incident. (laughs) That's true. So, no, this is before Fergie um, had a child or any of that. So, it's not boob-based, I'll tell you. No, that. no boobs here. Mm-mm. But it is a bodily fluid. So, up top, down front, or down behind. Like, is it throwing up when you say up could top? Could be. Could be. Or I'm like, going to tell you what the situation is. You tell me if this is true Tears are also. I'm not counting tears. Come on. So, she got on stage, and apparently she just could not hold it anymore. And she peed her pants. And very visibly peed her pants. 
So true or false, is that the bodily fluid? I feel like I remember actually hearing a bunch of buzz about this, but I don't remember if it was Fergie. And I also do think that Justin Bieber peed his pants one time on stage. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with yes, it happened. It did. Oh my God. She peed her pants on stage. Oh no. So her her justification for it was that like she was so excited and she had a full bladder and when they started going out and singing, let's get it started, she did the little jump. And, it and just, she, so she didn't like fully pee herself? Or? Oh, she fully peed herself. Oh. You can see the pictures. Look at the she pictures. Uh, she oh. fully peed herself. Oh. That's also, embarrassing. Yeah. It's also really hard, too, if you have that full of a bladder and you pee yourself to stop peeing. Why didn't she pee before good question i don't know you can i mean has a concert ever started on time no no not in the history never, of time never just say i need two and a half minutes i'm gonna go pee to pee in a toilet or or, or on in the a bush yeah anywhere really anywhere yeah, other than in your up. pants on stage in public yeah no she peter she peter pants on stage that's so unfortunate. that was in 2005 i have to say i have a lot of sympathy for her as somebody who is a frequent peer. Mm-hmm. I have a tiny bladder. However, at the same time, mm-hmm. I have always made it to the bathroom. Yes. I will say in general, yes, I've made it to the bathroom. <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I have never once peed myself while on stage performing a song for a fan or two. Or two. I do have to ask, am I allowed to ask a follow-up question? All right, yes, you can ask a follow-up question. What's the most embarrassing or awkward place you've peed? Oh, just pee? Just, oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, I will say there were a few... I really hope my family is not listening to this. <laughs> oh, no. There were a few times in college where I did maybe have a bit too much to drink. Mm-hmm. And I really... Really had to pee and there was no bathroom in sight. So it was very much like there's a bush, go crouch down behind it. Problem solved. I think that's completely acceptable and respectable. I'm glad you respect me for Um, my. Well, but it was behind a bush. Come on. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're going to count things like that, I've peed all over this fucking creation. But guys, are you into free peeing? Free peeing. Free the pee. Oh, I'm sure Um, that's a thing. I'm sure if we Google that, that will come up as a thing. You're just trying to bait Fat Checker into Googling more really nefarious Maybe. things. Maybe. Um, I want him to get weird targeted ads later. For me, <laughs> I think the worst was, again, back in like college days mm-hmm. and having way too much to drink. Yeah, that's that usually and definitely occurs like, before like the, oh my God, yeah. I'm going to pee right now. Or woke up. And was peeing on their couch. Standing up? No, no, I was sleeping on the couch. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not a sleepwalker. Oh, I I am. I definitely do that. However, Mm -hmm. I also will say that when we had our toilet fiasco recently, Mm -hmm. where the toilet was completely broken and we had to wait until the next day to get like a replacement, definitely had to like pee in the shower Fine, that's fine. I don't find I mean, that gross. When there's honestly. water running, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, when there's like, I feel I like just, it would keep a jug of water by the, yeah, I know the shower going, for oh, me. It's like really gross. I'm like, well, I'm not like yeah. peeing on me or a person, but like peeing in the shower like doesn't gross me out. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I think defecating in the shower is. Oh, that's a whole other thing, and that's gross. 
We're not going to get into that. All right, let's move on. I think that you should Google that. I will. Later. Mm. My private time. Mm. All right. For he's branched beyond music and acting to do something in the realm of beauty. Okay. So she she teamed up with Mary Kay in 2010 to launch her own makeup line also called Fergalicious. Yeah. That's it. That's my oh. story for you. Yeah, I can. Well, oh, no, it's not Mary Kay. <laughs> it is definitely not Mary Kay. So I'm going to call bullshit. Okay. I think that it's a true thing, except that it's a different company. Okay. What company then? She strikes me as more of an Estee Lauder kind of person. Mm, no, I don't see her as Estee Lauder. At I all. actually know nothing about makeup. I just feel like Estee sounds fancier than Mary Kay. Mm. Mary Kay is a little like MLM. Yeah. And that's why I don't think that it's Fergie because I don't think that, that would really necessarily appeal to the target audience. You do get money of, if you're at the top. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that okay. it's Mary Kay. That's false. Good job. Take a celebratory But did step. she? No, she teamed up with Avon to make a perfume oh, called okay. Outspoken. Okay. First of all. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your notes? I do not want a fragrance that is called Outspoken. We are mixing two different senses. Yes. And perfumes are supposed to be subtle. If you can smell it. Mm, not if you're doing from, it right. They're not subtle. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I People do, need to know. This may be me. Like, I do think Fergie is the kind of person who douses herself in perfume. You know those people? Oh, yeah. I 100% do. Like, it's nothing, like, against the person, but they just think the more smell, the better. You know what my favorite thing in the world is? Is when I am... Outspoken by Fergie. Endorsing it heavily right now, because that's the only way to endorse Bernie, it. Bernie, you owe us money. No, my, my favorite thing in the world, sarcastically, is mm. when I am teaching a wine tasting class to a group of people, mm. and I have told them ahead of time, please do not wear any loud fragrances. I prefer to you not to wear any don't fragrance whatsoever. Please don't be outspoken in your odor. Simple bathing suffices Mm -hmm. and then they show up smelling fucking like cotton candy or funnel cake and i'm like did they just eat a lot of cotton candy did they come from cotton candy (laughs) cotton candy they come from a carnival maybe i hate when people have a strong fragrance Mm -hmm. on them if you can walk by somebody and identify what that fragrance is just by walking by if it lingers after you have passed by me All of that is too much. A fragrance is supposed to be, that is for me and you sidling Mm. up close together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't get too excited. I like where this is going too far. (laughs) I agree. You shouldn't be able to smell somebody like when you're far away from Like if you're giving like a hug or it's an intimate, like smell them. Yeah. That goes for bad smells too. That goes for all the smells. It's just fragrance in general. Fragrance over, I don't give a shit. I will say I have one friend. She's not like a close friend, but she's really cool and I like her. She always smells so good. And I wouldn't be like the creep who's like, what? What are you doing? She <laughs> smells so good. Why, if she's a friend of yours, why can't you ask that? She's not like a super close friend. I don't care. I'm like, you smell good. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it's probably not a Rachel would have smelled good too. Tell me your secret. <laughs> oh my God. But, but you also. I should not go to people and tell them you smell you good. But the fact that also that you talked about that she smells so good. Mm-hmm. But that it's subtle and that you don't feel comfortable talking about it also gives the mental image for me of you like sidling up behind her and like like sniffing sniffing her her hair or something. 
All right, next question. <laughs> no, I've never done that. But like when I've been like sitting next to her, I'm like, oh, you smell good. I have no problem. Or like like hugging like, hey, yeah. like hello or goodbye. I would tell like, a stranger that I just different. met that you smell amazing right now. And I'm very picky about my smells. Can you please yeah. tell me what it is that you're wearing or whatever shampoo or soap you're using? Because right. it... Yeah. I don't know what it is like. She's, she smells good. She's just such a cute person. So sweet. She came over for the first time to my house last year and she brought me like little flowers. It's a nice little hostess gift. Cool. It sounds like you actually have a very good rapport with this person. I just don't see her a whole lot. So we're not like close friends. Well, at this point, I but think that you should, should just randomly she text gives me her. flowers and she smells she nice. You, you should text her and be like, hey, I know we haven't talked in a long time and I wanted to catch up and see how you are. I want to hang start. out with your scent. I'll start. <laughs> Why do you smell the way you smell? But it's good. But it's good. <laughs> you smell good. This is not predatory. No. You don't want to eat her. You don't want to wear her skin. Why do we go to eating and skin wearing? If somebody smells good. You eat them? You could. Britney Spears, her very first scent was cotton candy, right? Did you eat her? I did. <laughs> oh, no. No, but I'm saying. Sorry, like, Brittany. Anyway, let's go back to All Brady. right, next question. Can I have some more wine? I guess you can find over so freaking demanding. I'm giving myself like the last literal like two drops of the bottle. Just so Topher doesn't get them. <laughs> so spiteful. Yep. All because I've never texted you and been like, why do you smell like you, you never smell? never to me? Texted you. Texted me? I never texted you. you know I'm like a toddler learning to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, let's text a Topher. All right, here's the next question. So in 2018. That was sexy, by the way. Thank you. I like it when you look like a baby. baby. Mm -hmm. I am a very sexy baby. In 2018, Fergie sang the national anthem mm. at an NBA. I was about to say show. That's not the right thing. Is it not <laughs> Isn't a it show? for the showmanship? <laughs> I feel like it is, right? You're not sports people. She sang it for a game. So she sang the national anthem, but she sang a quote, jazzy version and was there saxophone no it was just her Did and her voice kind of <gasps> it was like her and her voice i appreciate that and it was not well received whatsoever no people get really fucking uptight about the All national right. anthem so is that true or false i think it's true yeah tofer you did it you're crushing this quiz i really am and my reasoning for that mm-hmm is exactly what I just said. People get fucking uptight about the national anthem. Calm your shit down, first of all. Oh, well, we've alienated all our conservative listeners. Oh, no. As if they didn't realize. <laughs> no, seriously. It's, oh, I, I hate it so much. It's a fucking cult. I'm not I, into it. First of all, I don't get, why are you singing that at a game? At a game? Well, that actually started. That's weird to me. It, it was a publicity thing. They're paid to do that. But also... I remember very distinctly growing up and going to a car show with my grandfather mm. and having a very fun, like, I was, like, maybe nine Teen years old. Teen years old. I was nine. Teen. I was nine. By 19, I'm like, no, I'm not fucking going to a car show. That's boring as shit. But at nine, I was like, I guess my grandpa's going to drag me to this. But no, it was a nice, like, bonding thing. I hope your thing. grandpa drove you. Drug me to this. Oh. Not drove me. You know, I was, I was like, drunk. I actually I was, did. I was like, well, grandpa will give me a ride. I don't have to walk. So, okay. <laughs> but we were walking around and looking at these old antique vintage mm -hmm. cars and stuff. And all of a sudden, in the middle of it, and I'm, like, engrossed in looking at this really old convertible car. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I feel myself picked up <gasps> and spun around. By a stranger. 
No, it was by my grandpa. Oh. And he knocked my cap off, grabbed my hand forcibly and put it over my heart because I had the audacity and the disrespect to not turn around and stand at attention with my hat off while the National Anthem was playing. I didn't even hear it playing. I was just engrossed in what I was doing. And that to me was that moment of just, this is fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. I am totally fine with showing respect and being grateful for the sacrifices people have made, all that shit. However, you can't show me how to show respect. That's a moment where you look at a child and you say, hey, this is what's respectful to do. And then they will probably respond really well to that. But also this whole thing of kneeling and shit like that. I'm sorry, isn't kneeling an act of genuflection? Well, yeah, it's, I mean, that's a whole separate thing. I'm just saying people get so up in arms. If you show any I sort of respect that doesn't. For her, to like, yeah, for her, maybe because well, she wanted to be the, like was, a jazzy person. Maybe like, that was her honestly, showing like. Her version was bad. It was just bad. If, so that's like criticism number one. Yeah. Well, if you're getting criticism criticized number two, bad, people though. are like, well, you're disrespecting the national anthem. I'm like, it's a song. Guys, it's a song. It's a fucking song that it's wasn't not your even whole the national identity. anthem it's until not your whole country. 1930 something. Like it's it's just a freaking song. Yeah. And why are we playing songs at sports games? No. That's weird to me too. What does football or basketball or baseball have to do with your country? Like it doesn't. Nothing. It doesn't. Nothing. So it's dumb. So we are confirmed. Antifa. Congrats. <laughs> I am one hundred percent. A card-carrying member of Antifa. Ooh, you got a card. Yeah. And they're so organized. Didn't you know it's an organization? Yeah, yeah. for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway. but anyway, like, that was a whole stupid thing. But honestly, though, like, the criticism against her version are totally valid. It's a... Was it just because it was bad? It was legit. It didn't sound good. Not good at all. Okay. That should be a criticism against somebody's vocal performance. Which not is fine. Like you're being disrespectful. Right. That's I mean, where it's like, whoa. Like, you're being disrespectful. Just because like you didn't vocally perform the way that somebody wanted you to. Right. The criticism against her versions are very valid, but people have remixed it. And what I love is like a bunch of like players have remixed versions of it in the locker rooms where they start like dancing yes. to like, the terrible remixes, which is really funny. I love that. It's just cute and funny. We'll have to watch that later. Yep, we will. All right. Final. Room. Well, they're not showing anything fun. Oh. Sorry. No buts? No buts. No ifs, ands, or? Nope. Okay. Nope. Sorry. All right. Final question. Fergie, do you mm -hmm. know who she is married to? Mr. There's Fergie. Okay, so that's a that's a whole other thing we can go. She's married to a guy. Okay. But she has described herself as being very sexual. Very sexual. Very sexual. So she's married to Samantha from Sex in the City. I know. For real. She has had same-sex relationships <gasps> in the past. Gasp. And she said that when she turned 18, that was something that she did as a way to break away from like her child star roles. So she only did it just to create a different image? That's what I'm telling you. Is that true or false? Oh, I hope that that's false. I'm going to say, in terms of the reasoning especially, I hope that that's false. That's what you're going with? Uh -huh. All right, you're wrong, dude. Oh, no. Yes. Drink. Really? Oh, this is the most troubling drink. Drink, drink, that I've... drink, drink. So she said as a child star, she had to learn to repress her emotions, which is really sad. I mean, but also... Makes, also true. Like you gotta make the, yeah. you gotta make the show go. So yeah, it's not about you, kid. Literally, kid. So when she turned eighteen, she got into drugs. Mm -mm. But then also, 
<laughs> what was that sound? That was a sad sound. Okay. What? How would you interpret that? It was like the lazy version of the foghorn from doorbell sound from Adam's family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, you can have that one. But I understand that you were going for more of a womp womp. Womp womp. Yeah, so she got into drugs and she also experimented, I guess, with women as part of being very sexual. And, and that's fine, but when you like couch it as I'm trying to get away from the image by having same which sex. Which is kind of how it was portrayed in like the yeah, interviews that and makes stuff it she, had, feels, she had about it. It feels performative. It does. And like maybe it is, maybe it was something she was trying to appeal yeah. to men. Maybe it was like just, hey, I'm gonna try this and see what I like. Yeah. Maybe it is part of her sexual identity that she wanted to figure out. I don't know. But so she is married to actor Josh Dumel. Really? Yes. I really? Yeah. I did not know From that. From 2009 to 2019. Oh. They officially divorced. Wow. They oh, split okay. in 2017. But there were a lot. Is she older than him? No, he's a three years older than she is. Oh, wow. He just looks. She, again. Yeah, face. I know. But honestly, like, that's just her face. Like, looking at the Kids Incorporated videos, like, she just had that oh. mature face. I'm sure, like, heavy drug use doesn't help Mm -mm. but that's just her face Mm -hmm. she just always had kind of an older not like a fat because she's not a fat person at all but like her face is large her face is large but it also there's something okay i'm also very drunk right now yeah me too same i'm gonna say something very problematic we're not being very kind at the moment i'm gonna probably get some backlash from this Mm -hmm. however as a white person who grew up poor she's got white trash face you think so? I think she does. Yeah. I really do. I think she has like interesting facial features that don't quite match her body necessarily. Mm. So it's like a weird kind of like dichotomy between like face and body. Mm. And I will say like the eyebrow ring, I don't think really worked for her. <laughs> I forgot about the eyebrow ring. I think that it really took away from her face. Yeah. But yeah, so she is married to Josh, Josh Dumont. Mm-hmm. So there Who I love from um Oh, you love? Interesting choice of words. I, she, I mean, I really okay, I really love this movie anyway. Okay. It definitely was formative and part of my sexuality. Want to date with Tad Hamilton? Really? I loved that movie. Really? Do you not like that movie? I've never seen it, but I had no <gasps> desire to see it. Oh, no, you would like it. It's would actually I? really good. Okay. First of all, who's the First girl? following me. Okay. Interesting choice. Well, it wasn't directed at you. I'm just like giving... Okay, Some reasons right now. Text, just keep talking. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your permission. <laughs> um, no. Uh, this wine is very high alcohol content, guys. What's her name? Jenny. McCarthy. Nope. Jenny from the block. Jennifer Goodwin. Jennifer Goodwin. You're calling her Jenny. Rude. Well, I knew that it was like a. It's like Jennifer. G-I-N-N. Jen. Jen. Jennifer. What the fuck is going on with you right now? <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin is in it as Mm -hmm. the, like, kind of very overtly sexual best friend that has some, like, amazing monologues in it. And it's it's a fun role because that's not what you see her in after Mm -hmm. that. This is, like, before she really breaks out as Mm -hmm. a star. Now she's a supporting character. Yeah. You also have Sean Hayes Mm. from Will and Grace. You also have Octavia Spencer before she's made it. 
as super sassy grocery store checkout person that works with them. Okay. And you have Catherine... Heigl. Nope. She was in WandaVision. Oh, Catherine, Catherine Han. Han. Okay. I wanted to say Han. Yeah, Catherine Han is in it as oh, the I person who's in Catherine love with the protagonist. Han. I love Catherine She's Han. so good in this movie, too. She can do, Catherine Han, make a wine. And we'll Catherine have Han, if you make a wine, Honestly, I swear to God. Honestly, you don't even have to make a wine. We'll just have you on the podcast. We will just have, yes, please. We know you're in Atlanta filming Marvel shit, or you were, so just come by. Yeah, so you probably still are, because they're always filming Marvel shit here. Just come here. Please come. Come to my house, Catherine Han. We won't eat you. What? Topher? I said we won't. Why would you bring that up as a possibility? Now she's never going to come to my house. God damn it. You're the sole reason why I'll never be friends with Catherine Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm left out of Rachel's will. Oh, you th- I think it's cute. You think I have things to, like will to people. <laughs> you get my student loans. Yay. You get my dog fur that's accumulated in my bathroom. <laughs> I'm glad you finished that sentence because at first I thought you were going to skin your dogs and leave me your dog first. Topher, I'm not the monster you think I am. You're much worse. Yes. (laughs) But I will not skin my dogs. I'm very against that. So, Catherine Hahn. Okay. (laughs) Great segue. (laughs) (laughs) Fact Checker is like shaking his head in the background. He's like, you two fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> Another gold podcast from Rachel and Taper. So Catherine Hunt is also in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Okay. She plays the local bartender. Is Tad Hamilton Josh Duhamel? Yes. He's the he, actor I just of the Hollywood actor. I just can't. He's such a douchebag. I can't get past it. I don't know anything about him personally. Oh, I will tell you in a minute. I will tell you in a minute. But he also was in that movie with Melissa McCarthy, Life as We Know It. With, and this is that's before, with Catherine Heigl. That was Melissa McCarthy dressed as Catherine Heigl. No, no, Melissa McCarthy plays the like, she plays the neighbor in it. Okay, and she like, has an iconic line that says, "Oh, honey, you have poo all over your face," because she's like learning how to change diapers, and she has like poo uh, all over Catherine her face. Catherine Heigl has like shit, baby shit on her yeah. face. And Catherine Heigl's somebody that I have very mixed emotions about. By the way, I feel like she's been done wrong by Hollywood, but I also feel like. She's a, an asshole. Yeah, she she gives asshole vibes, which could be totally wrong. It's just my opinion, but huh. I know that there are a lot of people who I really enjoy as actors and in their interviews as people who mm-hmm. don't enjoy working with Catherine Heigl, mm-hmm. and that sort of That's paints fair. a picture. That's fair. But I do also agree that I think she's been done really wrong, I and think- there have been some roles that she's been amazing in. I think she's a good actor. The like, one where she's fine. a lesbian. Changed my entire perspective. Oh, where she's on marrying Catherine her best friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Called um, something like somebody's wedding. My lesbian wedding. My big fat lesbian wedding. <laughs> okay, so Josh Jumel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's a good looking guy. He's all right. Who seems like he should have had more success in Hollywood than he's had. Hmm. Okay. That's the worst you can say about him? No, 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 no. But he and Fergie met when he was filming the show Las Vegas, I want to say. She had a guest role on there because she's had a few guest roles. She's in the movie Poseidon as a lounge singer, the remake remake of Poseidon, the remake. Holy shit, I forgot about that. I love. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? With Emmy Rossum, it's like an all-star Yes, 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 Emmy Rossum was in it. And she is. And they, and she and the captain, like, embrace 
as the water's like pouring through yes. the mm-hmm. lounge. Yes. And for which the, she got a bunch of shit about because yeah. it's like, why'd you have to make this about interracial relationships? And it's like, first of all, That's a, you don't even know. You don't yeah. even know what their relationship is. And second of all, it is 2000 Whatever. enough to like it's not two, have this 2000 enough it's 2000 enough not to have conversations about interracial relationships like that's, jesus fucking get Christ. over that that's not a thing to be yes. about. yeah so she's had a few roles but anyway like they met on his show and like they got together in 2009 they they split in 2017 and finalized their worst 2019 but there were rumors when they were together because of Fergie's interest in ladies that, like, he would go and pick up women mm-hmm. for threesomes, which have never really been, like, substantiated. So, I got it. Yep. yep. You got it. <laughs> we're tracking. Yep. We're tracking. But then the worst part about Josh Duhamel. Uh-oh. He's reportedly like, a total dick. Like, he threw a fit on a plane for not putting his phone away. Mm-hmm. Just They're, don't be a dick. Just it's not don't, that hard. Just listen. Listen to what people tell you to do. But also, he apparently would go out to strip clubs and try to pick up women while he was married to Fergie. And this was, like, behind her back. And they, mm-hmm. have, they have a kid together. Yeah. So, the reason for their split was, like, never made public. They both said, like, oh, it's just, like, irreconcilable differences. But we're... <laughs> I love that reason. We're, co- we're committed to co-parenting and da-da-da-da-da. And they do have a son whose name is Axel Jack. Nope. Yep. No. Nope. Doesn't it sound like Apple Jacks? Oh, it does? Yeah. But it also sounds, Axel Jack sounds. Axel Jack. It sounds like the name of a PBS Kids protagonist where he's a little child mechanic. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to teach you how to change Hi. a tire. I'm Axel Jack. Yeah. And he yeah. speaks to anthropomorphic trucks and shit. Oh, that would be cute. Okay. Well, we just made this show. We made so PBS. It's ours. Trademarked. Back off PBS with your. And other cartoon big networks. Money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're cartoon things. But yeah, so they split and they have a son. And I know we're getting to end of our glasses all wrap up. But apparently he's been on the lookout for a younger woman specifically. So he can have more. Yes, so he can have more kids with. Ew. So he wants a breeder. Yep. He's looking for a breeder. Yep. Yep. That's so gross. And being like, so like it's not weird in Hollywood for a guy in his 40s to date a woman like 20 years his junior. And that's very, that's a very common it's Hollywood very thing. Yeah. One but, would say trite, even. Mm-hmm. But he's being super upfront about like, no, I want to have a kid. So I need that like young uterus. Like, not those words, but like, I imagine that's in his inner monologue. <laughs> I also love this impression he's of like Josh Duhamel. <laughs> like a fratty surfer dude. Mm-hmm. But actually, that kind of tracks. Um, fuck that. Yeah, I don't, I'm That's not a not fan okay. of him. Fergie, you're better off without him. You're better off without him. And mm-hmm. she has created this product here, which I think that we should probably deliver a verdict on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Let's not acknowledge that. Cool, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, should we point cut one, down? super high alcohol content. Super high alcohol. Super high. <clears throat> Super high. Super, super hall. (laughs) Okay, let's give a verdict. And three, two, one. Guilty. Not guilty. What? Guilty of me because I'm too drunk on this one. We might have to revisit this at some point then because I say not guilty at all. I think this is a delightful line. 
Keep talking, Topher. It is, it's got like a nice fig thing to it. I would call it mm. figalicious. Mm. Definition. It's Make not, Rachel go loco. It's not a bad wine, but I will say a couple of points against it. Point one, too much alcohol. <laughs> Which isn't really a point against you as much as it's a point against me. Counterpoint, maybe <laughs> it's not meant to be drunk it very rapidly. Probably not. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Point two, I feel like I have serious wine mouth. You don't. You look really good. Do I feel like I've got like, I'm... I You're feel just like, looking at me right now. Because no, that means that I have serious wine no, mouth. No, Topher doesn't. But I feel like I'm like all purple hole right now. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to still say not guilty, but you've got a warning. Don't be all purple hole with your wine next time, Fergie. Or we're or, coming for you. Or Fergie, counterpoint, write us a hit song called Purple Hole. Credit us. We'll only take 20%. Yeah. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. So, congrats to Fergie, I guess. Congrats. Uh, acquitted. I, well. We'll I see you soon. We'll, we'll see you in court again, Fergie. <laughs> Make sure that you try this wine and yeah. write to us at True Crimes Against Wine on Instagram, Facebook, and Gmail. And yeah. hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.